Since I have uh, finished watching Falling Into Your Smile and have made a review about that already on my podcast, I have taken up another esports drama, C-drama, which is You Are My Glory. This was highly recommended and I want to talk about it a little bit more. Hi, I'm Monique. I am the host of Off by Purple Heart Podcast, where I talk to you about my latest K-drama watches, my latest C-drama watches, BTS, and basically whatever else I want to talk about. So in today's episode, I just want to talk about You Are My Glory a little bit. Even though a lot of my videos appear to be off the cuff, I do have usually some bullet point um, notes at my side. Today I don't really have any notes, I'm just going to speak off the cuff because I don't know how to uh, accurately review this show thus far. I'm about 7 episodes in and I'm still getting my feel around for it. For one thing, I'm going to I'm gonna admit this, as shallow as this sounds, I wanted to watch this not only because it was highly recommended and because it's another C drama that's modern contemporary romance that features esports because even though I had problems with falling into your smile, I cannot pretend like I wasn't addicted to watching that show and overall enjoyed my journey, even with the criticisms. I, I did enjoy the show, like I won't lie about that. Uh, but with this one in particular, You Are My Glory, I wanted to watch it because I thought the two leads just looked absolutely gorgeous together. All the promo images that I saw of it just looked really pretty. There is this really, um, really celestial, beautiful type um, imagery that's associated with the show. Uh, going by one of the character, the main lead character's uh, profession, there's a reason why you'll see a lot of um, celestial, like space-like imagery in the show. It makes sense in his line of work. But I just thought the two leads looked beautiful together, so I was like, yeah, I'm gonna watch it just because, you know, Shallow reasons. They look pretty together. They look good together. I love when, you know, casting directors can get two actors that look good together and also generate chemistry. But the first seven episodes are really hard for me to review. One, which is, I'm going to be kind of uh, ashamed to admit this, I fell asleep like multiple times in the first three episodes. I was kind of bored. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, just trying to get the general gist of the story. I mean, the synopsis is basically the lead female character is a really popular actress in China and she has like a double life as being like a super avid e-sports gamer like she loves her e-mobile games and I guess she gets caught up in this little controversy because uh, a leaked video of her basically bombing gameplay in one of these videos and to make up for this controversy she now needs to enter like this uh, e-gaming contest and she needs help in kind of training for it because she can't have this mark against her image. I'm kind of confused about that part again because I fell asleep multiple times in the first three episodes you think I would go back and watch it but I'm like no I'm already made this far so I'm gonna go the extra mile and now I'm at episode seven but anyways uh, she ends up in 
enlisting of the help of a former classmate of hers, which is the male lead, because he also is an avid gamer himself. And he comes from a background where he's extremely educated and bright, but the line of work that he is in is not generating a lot of money and his family is in a lot of financial trouble right now. So he's kind of having an existential crisis of um, his line of work because he's now going to exit a job which he loves and is passionate about, but doesn't make a lot of money and is going to go into like accounting, working at a major bank or firm where he would be able to make a lot more money and be able to help his family out. But it's genuinely something he does not want to do and it's causing a lot of um, angst for him. So she wants his help to get her to be a better gamer to kind of rehab her image. But she's also a massive celebrity and is constantly in disguise and there's a lot of hijinks that ensue because she's constantly having to dart away from attention and she's like super thirsty for the male lead. So at the point that I'm watching right now, uh, they're, they're coming together and they're starting to do the training and we're seeing a lot of the gameplay, which I really like, I'll be honest, this is something that attracted me to um, falling into my smile as well, is that the gameplay looks really cool and I like with both of these shows, the games are actually real and you can play them, download them right now. I really have no interest in doing so because I am not a gamer, but I just like that cool detail that adds to like a level of realism within the shows that these games are real that you can play. I think that's kind of cool. And just in general because esports continues to explode, it's like a massive multi-billion dollar industry, it's just going to continue to get bigger. I know there's uh, interesting controversy. not. Uh, and the Korean side of things, I know this is a C drama that I'm talking about, but speaking of esports, uh, there was like this massive article that came out because a massive e-gamer by the name of Faker and a bunch of other um, esports teams got exemptions from military enlistment in Korea, which is causing huge waves right now. And I think it's so interesting because people really don't seem to understand like esports is it, like that's the future. Like that's gonna be our next massive like Super Bowl. Give it another 10 years, you're gonna see a lot more push for esports in mainstream audiences. It's not gonna be like a fringe niche thing for much longer. Anyways, that's a sidebar. But yeah, so we're seeing a lot of training sequences with these two and the chemistry is kind of brewing a bit, but I'm kind of like, I want more. <laughs> like, give me more. But the actors are um, very attractive with one another. They're very attractive. They're very cute. But I tend to be someone that really enjoys uh, enemies to lovers or like adversaries or academic rivals to lovers. Like I like a little bit of push and pull where these two characters in You Are My Glory are a lot quieter in their appeal, uh, especially with the male lead. He's a lot more introverted than a typical male lead. He's very quiet, very quiet character, but he has a little bit of a mischievous side to him. Like there's a couple of jokes and a couple of flirtatious moments between the two characters that kind of kicked up the heartbeat a little bit for me. I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is kind of cute. I like this. Okay. Okay. But, uh, he's very quiet. He's very introverted and 
the actor is doing a lot more acting with in his eyes if that makes sense like shuttle like subtle shifts in his temperament and then the female lead she's playing the character really youthfully um, she comes off really airy and I think we're supposed to get the sense that she's very ethereal almost manic pixie dream girl like but at times it comes off almost childish in a way so I'm still uh, the still the journey the jury's still out on her no offense to the actress the actress is stunning there is chemistry there uh, but I'm still kind of meh, and I'm episode Seven. So usually for me, when I know a show is really for me and I'm going to go the full tilt and review the whole thing, I usually should be very decidedly into the show by episode 7. So the fact that I'm still kind of, mm, is not great, but the part of the reason why I'm still sticking to it is, again, shallow reasons, they look great together. I love the gameplay portion of the show. And I honestly think because it's so highly revered, this, um, this show, I'm currently actually watching it on Viki, and you can see the ratings for a lot of these shows in advance. And You Are My Glory is like right up there with all the massive mega hits right now as far as modern contemporary sea dramas. So the exclusive fairy tales, you know, When I Fly Towards You, um, Falling into your smile, you know, uh, lighter and princess, like all of those, it's like right up there. So I'm someone that is not always like, I am different from the other girls. I don't like what everybody likes. No, no, no. If something is massively popular in media, I will most likely check it out and I will genuinely see the tendrils of why that is popular and I will you know respond to that accordingly but for 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 this show I'm kind of scratching my head so the jury is still out I'm definitely gonna be watching more as I conclude this podcast episode and I'll update you but yeah let me know are you someone that has watched this show can you tell me like does things really kick off after episode 7 I'd really like to know I didn't give out any major spoilers I don't think I gave out really any spoilers in this episode so yeah please talk to me I want to know what your thoughts anyways thank you for checking out this video and in the future I'm going to be doing a lot more sea dramas because I am in like a sea drama heaven right now I um, will have posted already um, some episodes about Mr. Bad which I'm really enjoying as well. That's like right up there, cause you know, I'm still trying to find that one drama that will fill the void of Hidden Love, which I still rewatch to this day, let me tell you. And I'm still watching some K-dramas as well. I'm still within um, the realm of Destined With You, I'm watching that. Also continuing to watch Lovely Boxer as well, so I'm gonna talk about that. And there's some new ones that have come out because we are at the end of September at the time of filming this and we're heading into October so there's going to be a onslaught of incredible Korean dramas coming out for October and I'm gonna be beside myself enjoy with that anyways thank you for watching till the next one bye